Till Death Do Us Watch podcast, where a married couple talks about TV. My name is May, and with me is... I'm John. Hey, John, how's it going? It's going so wonderful. It's swimmingly, if I may be so bold. Ooh, you, you may. I will allow it. I love Miguel. I love Jimmy Smits. Uh, I, love, I love popcorn. The angels. I just, I love all of this. We are in season three, episode six, Si Se Pueda. Yeah. You want to dive on in? But please, please, it's all swimmy up in here, so let's dive on into the water. Well, we would get pulled out immediately because Dex and Miguel are fishing. Yeah, and they are. It, they get a fish so big, Miguel has to beat the shit out of it with a club. Oh, God. Which is awesome. It's huge. I love it. And, <laughs> and yeah, Dexter could get used to the simple joys of male bonding. They have a good time growing out with their brewskis. Oh my god, I love a good brewski. Until Miguel asks, what, what was it like to take out Ethan Turner? Male bonding. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I love Dexter kind of talking to Miguel about, well, you put people on death row. Yeah. What does it feel like for you? And he's like, yeah, that's the worst it takes forever, and I it's a thousand, and things could go wrong. Right. I hate it. He's not there. He's not right there when when they lose their last breath, yeah. and then then yeah, Miguel's saying like, "What was it like to use your hands to make the world a better place?" Well, in Dex, it felt right, felt like justice. Oof, which is some good shit. He, maybe good the shit. Dark Defender is making a return this season. <gasps> I'll pull out the black leather. Yeah, because the heat wave was last year. Yeah, Perfect. there we go. <laughs> Dex tries to change subjects when Miguel thanks him. And Miguel, oh my God, this might have been my favorite moment this entire season. I don't even think I've noticed it before. Oh. Yeah, they're talking about Ethan Turner going through all and, and the justice and all this shit, right? Yeah. And Miguel, er, and Dex fully just tries to change the subject. And yes. Miguel just stops and like looks at him and just keeps talking about justice and shit. It was my yeah. favorite thing. Um, oh my god, like he is the exact friend that Dexter needed yep. like years ago. Miguel just fucking gets it. Well, and he also ends with saying, we could make a difference, which is... Mm. Uh. Dex's sunbathing at his apartment pool when Ghost Harry comes in, and uh, Dex is beginning to trust Miguel, and Ghost Harry is like, na 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 Yeah, yeah. No, 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 do not do this. And... Harry's ghost Harry's like, all right, fine. You want to trust him? Let's test Miguel. Let's see how he reacts. Ooh. Because every time you have tried to something with someone, Dexter, it's all gone to shit. That's right. <coughs> Lila. <coughs> Biney. <coughs> Masuka. <coughs> I'm just naming names. <laughs> Dex arrives at a crime scene and the victim is Wendell. <gasps> oh, oh my God. God, they, it oh was the doorman boy. Doorman boy. And God damn, Deb is cut up. Oh, ah? Ah? not too soon. Too soon. His body is still warm, and they oh. took his whole right arm, and it looked like at least half of his whole torso. Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. Ooh. Well, and it, it was that he actually died during the skinning process which was unlike the other victims yeah how fucking harsh is that he was a kid he was 15 yeah oh quinn wants to leak it to the press that freebo is gone so that the skinnings can stop and laguerta's like no because then he's just gonna follow freebo somewhere else 
and it's going to be someone else's problem. We're like, we've got to do this. And then the last piece we get from this is Dexter saying, the Skinner is a pro. So, which is, which yes. is a very, that's, that's something to remember. Absolutely it is. Take note, guys. Back at Dexter's lab, Dex is looking for a crazy kill for Miguel to veto when Deb comes in, wondering if the Skinner's tracking her. Oh my God! Yeah, like that was you. You could see just a just a tad bit of um, not not just guilt over the whole thing, obviously, but like I kind of got that feeling of she just wants to make sure she's not, you know, falling for any like similar traps from the last couple of seasons where oh, yeah. she's just so close to these serial killers and she's not realizing that she's kind of aiding them a little. Oh bit, yeah, one hundred percent. And, yeah, like, I love that scene, too, because Dexter isn't involved in that whole situation in it, it, oh, yeah. it, anymore. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. No. Nope. And so it was a genuine, we haven't gotten this since, like, season one of, of, of Dex and Deb. Brainstorming. Brainstorming. Yes, that's love the word. It. I love it. Well, they brainstorm uh, to the point of maybe pegging Ramon's Prado as the Skinner. Ooh. Oh, and shit. I love how they're like, do you really think it could be a cop? I'm like, guys, Doke's funeral was three months ago. <laughs> LaGuerta is still just hiding in her office. God, of course it could be a cop. Oh, of course. Well, and it was it was Dexter's uh, comment of like, yeah, are you are, are you telling me that, you know, a, a background in the, you know, police force wouldn't, you know, incite violence like yeah of course of course what show have you been watching deb you're right and when you're right you're right <laughs> we get to ellen wolf's house where laguerta and ellen are bonding and she gets a voicemail that laguerta is very interested in ellen tells laguerta that apparently miguel has been playing fast and loose with ethics and ellen might try to get him disbarred Ooh. And that's huge. Nope. And LaGuerta is uh, taking that a little personally. But I kind of like, because uh, Ellen Wolf has this, she'll stand in front of anyone and take the abuse, but she will, um, she will react very honestly about yeah. what she thinks about that person. And I love when LaGuerta's like, I'm not feeling very hungry right now. <laughs> and she leaves. And I love Ellen just being like, all right, like, I Relax like, about it, LaGuerta. Like, I like Ellen's vibe, is what I'm saying. I like her, she too. She seems chill. Yeah, but LaGuerta bails. Yes. Deb shows up at Anton's, and um, Deb clarifies that Anton didn't talk to anybody. And I like the way she did it. There was not a single part of her that thought it was him. She yeah. just was making sure, just to say that she could have asked. Yeah. And Deb confides it might be Ramon, and it might be her fault. And that's when Anton holds her hand, and consoles her. Then Deb notices and bails. But before she goes all the way, uh, Anton clarifies that that girl wasn't serious. And Deb's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not a part of this. Well, well, there there was a little bit of a, oh, well, no, I mean, it's it's none of my business anyway. Sure. You see that part. Uh, I saw the part. I saw the part where she said that, and then Anton's face fell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got I gotcha. We get back to Dexter's apartment where Dex and Miguel talk about, oh, Jesus Christ, talk about Clemson Galt. 
He's the worst. <laughs> he's he's suck. He's suck incarnate. What this guy. A fucking gross ass name for a gross ass man. Oh, it's it's so well cast and it's so well named. It's so, but, it's and so it worked. Funny. I hate him. Uh, yeah, oh he's Aryan affiliated and killed his girlfriend for getting pregnant and called it a hammer time. Oh my god! Like, can you think of anything more douchey? Oh wait, you can. The the fucking guy arranged for a whole family, including three kids, to yep. be killed. Yep. Oh my god! That's amazing. What? Although Dolph oh. is in a supermax, so that's good. Yes. But uh, he's yeah, as you said, he's still going around killing people. Miguel is not excited for this. He sees all of the risk, and I think Dex shoots himself in the foot here. Oh? I think Miguel was about to back off, okay. a little bit at least, and then Dex brings up uh, Ethan Turner. He's like, well, Ethan Turner was just a once-in-a-lifetime thing. And, yeah, yeah. He's... And Miguel's like, what about Freebo? And I think both of those next to each other made Miguel feel guilty about how much Dex has stuck his neck out. Right. So I think bringing those up hurt Dex in the long run. I agree. Or and helped, because they're friends, but you get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I think it's also, uh, you know, we had we had Miguel kind of test Dexter with the Black Widower the mm-hmm. last episode. And, and, now, and now it's just returning the favor, and Miguel is not going to back down from this challenge. And, sorry, yeah, good for Miguel. We love him. It's just, it's from Dexter's point of view, and he doesn't want it. Right. But, Miguel is doing wonderfully, which Ooh, gets yeah. us back to the precinct where LaGuerta gives Dex a card for character actress Margot Martindale. Uh, Dex didn't know that she was uh, dying, but Jean died last year, and he knew about that, so what the fuck? Yeah, what the hell? And then LaGuerta lets Dex drop the card off. Oh, it's so oh. We'll get there. Batista calls Sergeant Gianna for a date, and it's kind of adorable. It's so cute. But she's like, nah, I still don't date. But, but Batista's not going to take no for an answer. Not this time. Deb talks to Batista about Ramon being the Skinner. <gasps> and I love how Quinn just joined. Oh, yeah. So good. Yep. The, oh, everything that Deb does in this scene, in this episode, you can see how much she's learning. Yep. She's she's doing some fine police work. Batista tells them to follow up off the grid, and he does nod for Quinn to go follow Deb, even though Deb's like, I don't need shit. And this is the best Quinn. I realize this is why we like Quinn. Yeah. Quinn doesn't need to be a main focus in the way that, like, a Batista does. He can have a Masuka arc that's, uh-huh. you know, a C-level plot. Yeah. But Quinn is the best when he's just in the background, and then he just supports other people yes you'd say that he was a good supporting character i would say he's a good wingman because i don't like your trap (laughs) but every time that he's like he's like you're insulting the integrity of one of the best offices i've ever been with yeah that's you and then same thing here like i love it when he just comes in he's like yeah ramon's kind of crazy right so yeah Yeah. i like i'm beginning to like quinn the more hair he has (laughs) but the more hair Comes the more charm. That's where he gets his charm. (laughs) Let's get to the real reason we did this Dexter podcast, and we are here in season three. We are at the (laughs) hospital with character actress Margot Martindale, and she is looking for the perfect key lime pie. There it is. And you know what? Honestly, that hospital pie does look awful. Oh, it looks like shit. I'd still eat it, but I wouldn't like it. 
Yeah, I wouldn't would call be. it the greatest key lime pie. That's right. You would not be happy about it. Can I just say, I love character actress Margot Martindale is fucking killing it. Yeah. She's at the top of her game. So I used to be a CNA. And and for, you know, the, those couple of years, I saw so many people that were in situations very similar to hers. And, my God, it was specifically when she was uh, taking a sip of water yeah. and those noises that came out of her, like yeah. that top notch, like it's so realistic. She fucking killed it. Amazing. And I like the drool. Very good. I was actually wondering, was that drool fake? Because it looked a little too straight. Too good. And too shiny. So you're you're asking if like they did in John Wick by spending way too much money to add <laughs> CGI poop. Yes. You're wondering if the same people that spent some amount of money on some backdrop of a cruise ship while they're already on a cruise ship uh-huh. would put in some form of CGI uh, drool. I don't know if it'd be yes. CGI, but we can look at it. We can look into it. I I I am very curious about it. I'll tell you what. If you're right about it, I'll take a shot. Yes. Guys, I will film it if it's... <laughs> it's just a shot. This is the biggest shot glass I've ever seen. That's right. Okay. It's all for character actress Margot Martindale. I would do so much more for her. <laughs> but yes, yeah, she reminisces about Jean, her six-foot-tall, 200-pound husband who withered into a skeleton going into the same situation. Oh, so She sad. talks about how she can die. She's ready to die. But she hates the being in pain and hates losing her dignity. Oh... Just a heartbreaking scene. Well done. On a brighter note, we get to the Prado house where they ate the fish from the beginning of the episode. Yes! Which is great. That went very nicely with uh, Sil's mango lime salsa. Which I do like that Sil is like, he totally overcooked it. Right? And Rita's like, no, it's, it was good. And, I then mean, Sil, you're, yeah. and then Sil comes back at her with, I'm hiring you as an assistant. Whoa! So she does that for Rita. Yeah. Yay! Rita the realtor, I think it fits very nicely. Dex and Miguel talk Crimson Galt, and Dex is like, all right, I know exactly how I'm going to play this. We're going to suggest we do an interview, we go see him, and we pin it on another inmate. And Miguel's like, no, there would be investigations, inquiries. What do you talk? That's not a plan. But I have one, and it's the exact same plan, except we bring him to us. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit. Well, and it's also that Dexter's like, oh, well, that, that'll take a long time, won't it? Miguel would, like, you know, twirling his cigar. like, yeah, it would, except he's coming tomorrow. That's him twirling his cigar. Yeah. <laughs> Deb is stalking Ramon, and I love a guy who eats alone. Because oh, yeah? if you watch him, he's just eating alone, which means he's just staring ahead and just eating. And it's always weird when someone eats alone because there's no place to put your eyes. Right? Uh, the next day, Yuki does another parking lot chat with Deb, and she's getting desperate. She's like, all right, look, you need to get next to Quinn and wear a wire. And Deb's like, what the fuck? And, well, and then she proceeds to blackmail Deb. Yeah. Just be like, if you don't do it, I'll still snitch on you for being snitchy. It's like, the fuck, Yuki? Calm your ass down. We get to the courthouse where Miguel and Dex are kind of going over everything. And I love that Miguel has courthouse secrets. <gasps> that he's like, oh yeah, that door's supposed to be locked. It never is because of smokers. 
And I, I like that he has, like, weird insight into this. I love it, too. <laughs> we, we all know, you know, the, those people that have been working in one building for many years know oh, all yeah. the secrets. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's exactly what this is. But it's a courthouse full of villains. So if you're playing the drinking game, uh, drink because Jimmy Smith doesn't pay for anything again because everybody loves him. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ellen Wolf comes out. And Miguel's like, you see her? Do you see her? She's the worst. She's the worst thing. And she's kind of, he's, he's saying the same things that Ellen Wolf is saying about him. So right. I'm not really sure who to believe. But then we cut to La Guerta, and she's still mad about the whole Miguel situation. And Ellen is like, you know what? You come to me if you want to hear about the real Miguel. Take it easy. Which is a, that's a, that's a classy move. Very classy. And just a very clean send-off, too. She doesn't give LaGuardia a chance to respond. Inside the courtroom, Miguel got someone to tape the deadbolt. <gasps> yeah. Which, it was, the way he said it, clearly he made someone else do it. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, that's fun, because he can just do things like that. Right? The power. Miguel is putting it all on the line, and when Dex is like, why? And he pushes him a little bit. He's like, I don't know, maybe I had an abusive dad. Maybe, I don't know, I'm trying to clean that up. Maybe I'm just, I'm, I want to help. Right. You know? Like, I have my reasons, but don't worry about it, Dexter. No. I'm here to help. In the precinct parking lot, Angel and Dev are outside. And it's sweet because they have this like, hey, go be careful uh, not tailing Ramon. Yeah. You know, and they have a nice little thing. It's good. And then a lady of the night approaches Batista. Yes. And he's like, um, would you like, which she's like, would you like to give me a ride home? I could give you a ride at home. And yeah. Batista's like, no, here's some money. Take a cab. Thank you. Go away. And then she makes a call. And with, in less than a second, Batista gets a call uh-huh. from Barbara Gianna. Yay. who clearly tested him. And I love that Angel did see through it because oh, uh, he confirms time. with her. Yeah. And now they're going to go on a date. Yay! Oh, I love it so much! This is the first good thing to happen to Angel. Oh my god. Period. <laughs> I mean, if you want to count, like, going on a date with Lila and flirting with her on one of those, you no. could. But No, I don't. No, honestly. First Promotion. good thing. Promotion's a good thing. You could say that, but that's been up his ass this whole season. That is true. He's been jimming it up at the camera, just, mm? <laughs> But, yeah, anyway, uh, good for him. Yay! Back at the hospital, I did not know that green key lime pies died. Yeah. Didn't know I, that. Um, I didn't know that either. But, I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. Food yeah. coloring ruins everything. Uh, character actress Margot Martindale goes full Gordon Ramsay and starts dissecting the recipe. Yeah! So it's not good because of this. And you're like, oh, wow. They didn't use condensed milk. Yeah. And she's like, if you're really serious about key lime pie, then get your shit together. <laughs> I'm sorry. My name is Bill Clinton. Oh, my God! <laughs> Took me a second. I'm like, who, who is this? Back at Rita's house, Dex encourages Rita to be as real estate as she wants, even though Rita is worried. Yeah. About going into business with her friend and seeing a different side of her. Ooh. Do you see how this could apply? It's kind of a mirroring, if if you will. Well, Rita is going to do what Dexter can't, and she's going to jump in with both feet. There you go. Miguel, um, oh, okay. 
So Dexter's excuse for going home that night is he and Miguel have a early morning run. Guys, come on. No. Come on. I no. I mean, I love Jimmy Smits, but I can't imagine him in a jogging uniform, let alone running. Like, no, he's a forty-five-year-old man, appropriately. Like, like you, you can at least say, like, maybe like an early morning golf thing. Early morning, early morning golf would no, because then that would be like that's not. Oh, then like come to the country club with us. Yeah, okay. or or right. yeah, there's there's it's too leisurely. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I like how Rita is talking to Dex about Miguel being weird. And what I loved yeah. about this was it goes a little bit into that dating, uh, datedness of the show that we talked about in the last episode. Yes. But I love how both wives uh-huh. disapprove of the other's husband. Yeah. In a way. In a way. Dex and Miguel are kind of just trying to bro out. And I love how every time Syl is like, when Miguel goes to talk to Dex when he's going fishing. Yeah. He says that Sil called him a name in Spanish that he doesn't even want to. He's like, yeah, you're better off not knowing. Yeah. You know I mean? But I love, I kind of like that. That's fun. Yeah, I kind of like it too. <laughs> it, no, like it's, it's, it is very cliche. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't always support that type of, of uh, writing. But it's dated. It is dated, but I think it does work in this particular context. I agree. Back at Dexter's apartment, Ghost Harry is dressed up in a kill shirt. He sure is. And he's like, let's get everyone dressed up. Yeah. (laughs) How how about Rita and the kids? Let's go get them a a Dexter Jr. We already know we have one, like, uh, Aster size because of Dexter Jr. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Ghost Harry does not trust Miguel. No. And thinks Miguel will sell Dex out. Yup. And I love the line of, we only see two things in people. What we want to see and what they show us. Brilliant genius and that's so true it really is it's, it's some good writing there as well as the line uh, sorry my line here is divorce joke no matter how close two people are an infinite distance separates them <laughs> just thought that that thought that applied insert to divorce joke here <laughs> gotta have so many or else our ad sponsors will go wait a second do we not have any shit <laughs> now i will divorce you Back at the courthouse, I love the guard taking a selfie with Miguel. Oh, yeah, right? He gets in to see Clemson Galt and just immediately is the worst. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. In that scene, I wrote that Galt looks like Billy Ray Cyrus if he joined the KKK. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus. It's the the long locker hair. I processed it. Oh my god! I just—that's—that's that's all I could see during that scene, and oh, I, I could I get focus. It. Oh boy! <laughs> Miguel pretends to be blackmailed, and I really like that angle because that's not one that I think I would have originally uh, come up with. I like that, like the threats to my family stop. You know? Yeah, yeah, I liked that too. He it, hands over a key mm-hmm. to unlock Galt, or have Galt unlock himself, mm-hmm. and I love the line of. I knew my Aryan brothers would come through. And it's like, no, I like it because they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't at all. It's funny. They would sell you down the river, fucking asshole. Miguel leaves. And as he's leaving, another guard goes in to put a wristband on him. And Miguel was so nervous, but I do think he played it really well. Yes. Oh, yes. Some beautiful acting 
on on all accounts. <laughs> we get to the parking lot where Dex meets up with Clemson, and they scurry off as the alarm goes off. And Galt is M ninety nine. Like it's a good one too. I love all these just good M ninety nines. Just oh yeah, just just sneak up and like 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 almost it almost looks like a stab. Yeah. Like it's like a fuck yeah. I love it's, it. It's real good. Galt and before he had passed out and Ghost Harry think Miguel is selling them out. Yeah. And Miguel leaves. And yeah, Harry this whole time is like, you're a piece of fucking idiot shit because what the fuck did you just do? This is yeah. bad. This is bad. I taught you better than this. Right? Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Harry goes out into like, you know, the in the middle of the parking lot and it's just like, just, just give it up now. Yep. Just give it up now, Dex. It, it, you don't want to die by a police officer. <laughs> like, well, Miguel shows up, and they leave in his car. <gasps> and I love, he, he's going to drop Dex off at his car, but I love that his excuse for that is, I'm, gonna, I'm going to do a loop around the building because police haven't shown up yet. Yeah. That was really good. Oh, my God. It's so fucking good. So we cut to Deb with the biggest fucking Bluetooth I've ever seen. <laughs> watching Ramon beat a guy and stuff him into a trunk. Oh my god! And it happened so quickly. <laughs> yeah, like... Just holy shit! That man's in a trunk. Deb follows him to an isolated location. Quinn shows up, and turns out the guy is Freebo's hemp supplier, which is funny. Yeah, right. And there's a soda pop torture. I didn't even oh. know that was a thing before the show. Oh my god! Right, me neither. And that looks painful as hell. Oh, okay. my God. But I kind of want to see the documentary of the man who discovered that. It, like, in 1950, he's drinking a Coke. Like, because oh, they used sure. to put cocaine in Coke. Oh, so yeah, do you sure. think that's how they figured it out? Oh, that they just, like, shook it up. This is hurts. This is hurts. This hurts too much. I'm not getting high. Are you getting high? And then they just do it to their friend. I like that. Uh, and then they got arrested for torture. Yes. Ramon pulls a knife out, and they're like, here we go. Turns out he lets him go. And again, Deb is learning instead of just jumping him right then and there. She's like, no, we got to wait. We got to wait. And then, oh, Ramona's not the Skinner. Good for her. And she is learning because when she gets back to the precinct, she calls Dex to just tell him it wasn't Ramon. Just because he asked her earlier to keep him in the loop, which is really sweet. It's so good. Yeah. So then Deb and Quinn get to tell LaGuerta that they arrested Ramon. And, okay, also, side note, LaGuerta says, you called us in at midnight, the clock say 10.30. So, uh, sorry, lady. But LaGuerta, <laughs> after processing the whole thing, she really thanks them for being political about this. Yeah, for and vetting. Quinn is like, oh, I would have walked, the per- I would have perp walked him in easily. It was Deb's idea to do this civilly. And so then LaGuerta thanks Batista, but then she gives Deb her own kind of, compliment that yes. does sound a bit like that's how you get your shield a thousand percent yeah. it was it was absolutely your the big boss turning to you and going like you did good yeah and that's it and that's all you need and yeah deb in turn responded very very politely and very like okay so how do you want this done like get to work so good the next moment that happens yeah is a dream of mine to happen in real life. Okay. Deb gets into the elevator with Quinn. She tells him about Yuki, and he stops the elevator. And I, yeah. I've always wanted to have 
a chat in an elevator that required me specifically yeah. to push the button. None of the alarms go off and we can have a chat. Maybe Just, I'm threatening someone. Maybe, maybe we're talking like, like Deb and Quinn. But, you know, yeah. something cool. Oh, my God. It was super cool. Like, yeah, the, them in the in the elevator. And she, Deb just so casually, like, I hate looking into you. <laughs> so good. I don't know if this is real because we don't know whether or not to trust Quinn or not. Sure. But if this is real and we do trust Quinn, Yuki is bullshit. Because it turns out it's a personal vendetta. And he yeah. laughs it off. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's Yuki? We're fine. Yeah, and he just immediately starts the elevator back up again. It's like, you know, we have history. I'm intrigued in what that means. Mm. Let's get to why we're here. Yes. We're at the kill room, and my God, I get so much satisfaction from the cheek cut. <gasps> I love yes. every time he does the cheek cut. I'm, oh, it's so good. It's very and he puts good. it into the slide. Oh. Oh, yeah. And that, and that moment where he smushes the slides together and then it, the, the, the blood spreads and makes a nice little circle. I love that. Dex gags Clemson Galt because who wouldn't? Yeah. And Miguel pulls up. So as Dex is getting ready for the kill and Dex talks about his new friend and he's, he's, this is crazy for him. But yeah. he's not ready to share the kill yet. So he cuts to Miguel walking up to an empty house. Uh, Dex will tell him he went straight to the cemetery. And I do kind of almost feel bad for Miguel. Yeah. A little bit. I know it's a weird situation to be sorry that, oh, you didn't get to kill that guy. But, yeah. He went through a hell of a lot of trouble and really put his neck out on the line. Yeah, and saved the day like three times. At least. But but I love (laughs) it. It was, uh, it just... Ends with Miguel in the in the house, and he's slowly shaking his head with it, hands on his hips and a little smile on his face. Dexter. Classic Dexter. Am I right? He turns to the camera and kind of winks. Yeah. Classic <laughs> Dexter. We know him. I do almost understand Dexter's point of view. Not even just the, this is mine, I want it. It struck me when they were talking at Dexter's apartment about the Ethan Turners and the Freebos and all that. that yeah. Miguel doesn't know that he's a serial killer yet. That's true. So, I mean, Dokes knew he was a serial killer. He knew which serial killer he was. He yeah. knew how fucked up it was. And even Dokes was freaked out in the cabin when with the whole ritualistic Absolutely. bullshit. So. There might be something, yeah, that's, you're exposing yourself in a way that, oh, yeah, I'm psychotic. Like, I have, I'm so prepared. I have tools. Yeah. I have, this is my kill shirt. You see me wear this. Yes. I wear it every time I go kill a dude. Yeah. And according to Miguel, it, this would have been his third. Yeah. So there is something there that I'm like, okay, okay, good. He did it. He wasn't just selfish over the kill or scared of Miguel. It's, let's ease him into this because yeah planning a kill is very different from acting out the kill yes and yeah seeing the whole ritual it's it it would chill someone to the bone for sure we will have to see how miguel reacts next week today's friday oh my goodness right wow Time has flown. So we're going to record this weekend and be on time next week. Yes, we will. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys for being there with us and supporting us. Yeah. <laughs> it's been but, fun. Yeah. Did you have any spoilers? Though? I don't. I've been collecting them. I'm, I think I will for the next episode. Okay, cool. 
Awesome. And I didn't have anything today, so that's it. Guys, get out. <laughs> Go be free and have a safe and fun weekend. But yeah, so we will see you guys next time. Stop, 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 stop. Have a nice day.